This is Kieran Murphy, the founder and presenter of the Across the Four Lakes podcast. On Sunday, Netwatch Cullen Park, Nev Breed take on the reigning champions, Michel, in the senior Camogie final. Emma Brennan lines out for the challengers and she is here now to assess her side's chances. Emma, good to talk to you. How are things? Not, not too bad, thanks, Kieran. Yeah, yeah. Apologies for the, the headset in work not at the sorry, moment. So, um, yeah. I, I don't yeah. use it myself if I can avoid it. But look, <laughs> you're fitting well, are you? As far as I'm aware, anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah so far, yeah, so good. Yeah, your, yeah. Let's get straight into it. We'll, we'll get this out of the way first. Look, O'Loughlin, you were on the panel last Saturday. It was a miserable wet day. Benicarry, Tinner Islands. I was amazed they beat you. Um, maybe I shouldn't have been. Maybe I'm doing them a disfavour. But I had seen how how comfortable you were when you beat them in the group stages. But they turned you over last Saturday. Can you explain or? Um, I suppose to to underestimate Benicarry, Tinner Island would always be a, a grave misdemeanour. I think um, they're 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 good side. Um, and I think we knew going into the game that they were a good side. It was going always going to be different to how it was in the group stages. You know, the group stages, I suppose, to give you an idea of where you might be at, but there's certainly it's always different when it comes to a county final. Um, and look, I suppose we were probably predominantly disappointed with our performance on Saturday. Um, we just didn't we didn't get anywhere near where we felt we could be. Um, and when you give a team like Benicarrington Ireland the chance, you know, that they're going to take it. Um, and they were well-deserved winners on Saturday. Um, obviously, the conditions were very poor, but that's never an excuse. It's the same for both teams. Um, we just didn't perform and they deserved their, their win. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, you got into the game in the second half. How did you how did you find that? Did you find it hard to get going? You know, you're at a stage where you're chasing the game and it has to be difficult for players to come in and try and turn things around. You hear about these super subs, but there's not that many of them around. <laughs> no, and there certainly wasn't on Saturday either. <laughs> um, oh look, it's um yeah, it, it's always kind of it's it's hard to come into a game at that point. Uh you know, the momentum was very much with Benicary Tin Ryland from early enough on in the first half, I suppose it was with them. We were kind of chasing it, um, unfortunately. And yeah, look, we, we I suppose we were wet. You're sitting in the stand for the guts yeah. of an hour as well, having warmed up in the rain. You're sitting in wet clothes. You know, it's hard. It is hard to kind of get warmed up and come in. But look, you try to do your best when you get the chance because um, you need a panel to try to get through some of these games. And it just wasn't for us on Saturday. Um, and no, look, I, I tried when I came in, but it simply wasn't yeah. enough and wasn't good enough. No. How, yeah. how deep was the disappointment? pretty deep yeah like you know if, if it wasn't deep Kieran you'd wonder you know why you're there why you're playing um you you give everything to to playing these sports be it camogie or football and you're in a county final and you're in a county final because you know you deserve to be there and um, you believe you can win and I think sometimes it's the belief that is you know that can hurt you the most um because you know it's it's then when it doesn't work out and you're disappointed and 
you know, you have to be disappointed, I suppose, because it does drive you on then for the following year. I suppose we had a situation with O'Loughlin two years ago where we lost the county final and um, turned it around last year. And then similarly for Benna Carrington Ryland, they were able to turn it around for this year. Um, so, look, I think you have to try channel it in the right direction. Um, obviously, we have a second chance now in a, another county final next weekend to try rectify some of that yeah, in terms of our Camogie, performance. Yes, yeah. Camogie, yeah. sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, just in terms of performance, you know, as I said, I think it was that was the biggest thing for us on Saturday was we felt that we didn't perform. Um, and yeah, so look, we've, we've another chance next weekend to try rectify that in some ways at least and hopefully, um, hopefully, yeah, get, definitely get a better performance okay. anyway. Before I go into that, um, maybe I, I just mm -hmm. ask you about your own career. You were on the Carlo team, which won the 2016 All-Ireland Premier title. Yeah. Um, you was, yeah. had been an Ebreed player. You were actually yeah. playing in St. Vincent's in Dublin at the time. And I, yeah. if I remember rightly, you're playing senior Camogie in Dublin. You got to the Leinster final. You didn't win that mm -hmm. Leinster final, but it was some year no. for you, wasn't it? Or can you explain why did you go to St. Vincent's at the time? Um, yeah, I suppose I've been asked that question before. Um, a mixture of reasons, to be honest. The biggest one being that I was I was living in Dublin at the time. Um, I suppose I'm still living in Dublin, but um, I was living here at the time. It was a struggle to try commute for club and county because I know the commitment for county not just going down for trainings, but, you know, you're gone nearly every weekend for different matches and you're all over the country. So I was trying to minimise some of that as best as possible, but also to be training at, you know, as high a standard as I possibly was during the week um, to, to, I suppose, make put myself in the best position to be in, you know, a good condition for when I was playing with Carlo as well. Um, and... I suppose that was probably the the biggest factor in it um, and it was just I felt like it was a move for me at the time was was what I needed to try maybe reignite that my, my love for camogie a little bit in some ways um so yeah I think the, those were kind of the, the main reasons um but yeah 2016 was a it was a big year um I suppose is a roller coaster year in terms of emotions we had yeah we won the the All-Ireland in September um of 2016 which was you know fantastic we really had we had a great year actually that year I think we won Leinster as well and we won the league and you know we had a really strong team a really strong panel um and we were just we were really well set up and um, we were great supports from from the county board and um management and whatnot so yeah we had a really good really good season um and then I suppose it was maybe a week or two after that uh I can't remember exactly the dates now or when it was but we we won the championship then with St Vincent's as well um, which is oh, my first Dublin, Dublin, Dublin championship. championship. Yeah, Dublin yeah. championship. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had uh, actually we went, got to the Leinster final then that year, and we were beaten by Thomastown um, in the last last puck of the game. Um, one of those ones that you 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 yeah. hold on to. Um, so yeah, that was look <laughs> the cliche. Game is never over until the final whistle goes, and that was that was it on that day. Yeah. So that was disappointing um, to lose that when we were so close. But look, it's yeah. part of sport. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Was Mark captain of, or manager? Your brother Mark was he manager of the Carlo team that year? Twenty sixteen, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that would have been yeah. a special, special time for you as well. And I think Mark had been there with the Christie Ring team in mm. Carlo before that, so there was no fear yeah. of Croke Park. And I said it to Breach Noel in your 
the Meisham player as well. At that time, there was no fear of Carlo teams going to Croke Park. It was sort of something, it was, I won't say it was almost an entitlement, but just no fear. And you showed there that day as well. Yeah, I suppose it's a very it's a very different um, atmosphere when you're playing in Crow Park. It's it's quite surreal. You don't really know what it's like until you're out on the pitch. And the idea, you, like we couldn't hear. I remember trying to do the warm up that day, and Mark giving us instructions on what to do. And actually, I couldn't hear a word that he was saying. You were kind of looking at the group beside you to be like, "What are they doing?" Because I can't hear what he wants us to do. Um, it's the, the atmosphere is very, very, even though obviously on that day there wasn't half as the amount of people that would be there for the likes of a hurling All Ireland or a football men's football All Ireland. So it's a very, um, it's a very different kind of experience. Um, but yeah, I suppose like sure, Michelle had been there um, with the club. I can't remember was it that that year or the year after um, or maybe both but um, yeah like they had been there a few times and obviously we had a, a significant number of Michel players on the Carlo panel that year as well which was great so um, they were familiar with the surroundings and as you said yeah Mark had been there with the the Carlo hurlers um, I can't remember again what year but they had been there before so yeah there was a level of familiarity too early or anyway yeah 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 the timelines are yeah yeah yeah. Um, Did you come across so, many of the Carlo players when you were playing in St. Vincent's? Probably uh, not at the level mean, if you were playing against them. Playing, yeah, against them or with them. Was there anybody? Was there anybody else from Carlo up there at the time? Um, not I'm trying to think. Playing in Dublin from Carlo, no, there wasn't at the time, no. Um, and I suppose we, I remember we did play. We actually we played Michel in a challenge. Was it 2016 or 2017? One of them. We played them down in Tin Ryland. Um, and that was a good battle, actually. I remember that. Um, playing with St. Vincent's against them. But we know because when we went to the Leinster in 2016 and 2017, Michel um, were, you know, the Carlo champions both that year, but they were playing in the intermediate um, Leinster championship, even though they were the senior Carlo champions, if you know what I mean. So whereas we were playing at the senior Leinster yeah. Championship. Yeah. So we wouldn't yeah. have you, met each other um, in competition. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah. if you're playing college teams or anything, you were probably out of college, you know, if you were working at the time, as you say. So. Yeah, it was, it's been a while since yeah. I was in. You're well, you're well <laughs> yeah. away from that. Yeah. And, and Mark trained Michael as well for a while, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was with them for a few years. Um, Again, don't know what years, but he was with them for a while. Yeah, he was, yeah. And they had, they had good success. Um, yeah. over that time as well. So, yeah, they'd all be very familiar with each other. Yeah. Yeah, listen, you're from a great hurling family yourself. Um, you have three yeah. brothers. There's three four brothers. There's four of you in it, isn't it? There is, yeah. All, yeah, all so the lads have Alan, Colin and Mark. They've all got senior hurling championship medals in Carlo and they've all yeah. played for Carlo as well, haven't they? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if Colin ever played, maybe okay. at underage okay. level, but Alan and Mark definitely yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, and yeah. yeah, they all have senior senior championship medals. Yeah, so yeah. Where, so. where did it come from? Where did the family um, interest in hurling come from? Or Camogie was your father, obviously, um, Seamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Daddy's a Kilkenny man. Um, not too far across the border now, but he's originally from Paulstown. Um. So I suppose there was no avoiding it at that point, <laughs> for yeah. sure. I think we were kind of born with the hurls in our hand. Um, I still have a little hurl at home. I'd say it's no bigger than that size. And, um, it's yeah, one, one yeah. of my first hurls, yeah. yeah. Um, and then I suppose on mommy's side, like 
her brother Pat, um, so Pat Foley, he would have played with Michael Davitz and um, like all the local teams there through the years and he would have played with Carlo as well. Um, so, you know, Pat was tragically killed in a car accident. So I, I remember, um, I, funny you should say that, you know, for my, my little humble career, I actually played against Pat in a, uh, in a county final back in 1974. And just, it was a very tight game. And Michael Davis had the run on us. I was playing with Airog and I was in goal. And um, I remember Pat got a ball and he literally 45 metres out a minor. And the ball went over the crossbar at the O'Hanrahan's end of the ground. I remember thinking, we're two points down, there's 10 minutes to go, we're beaten. But the crowd literally, it was the only time I ever heard the crowd in a match and they absolutely rose. There was no standards, such I suppose there. Was there a standard? Yeah. I can't remember. 74 probably wasn't. But the, the, the whole crowd rose as one to him. And listen, it was only a Tom Begley. Tom Begley ran 40 metres and stuck the ball in the back. Michael Davis oh, oh, the no. game. And uh, look at, but it was, and I'll always remember that about, about Pat Foley. And it was an awful tragedy that he, he did lose mm. his life in an accident. Yeah. I think he was going to work in the morning on the Kilkenny roads. I think he, um, yeah, I think he was actually on the way to a dentist appointment. That's um, yeah. what Mammy would have yeah. told us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And on the Kilkenny road, just not just outside the Dolman Hotel. Yeah. And there's a, there's yeah. a Pat Foley cup named after him. Is it one of the intermediate? Is it the, the intermediate, intermediate hurling championship? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Listen, that's all the other side. I yeah. didn't realize that you were related to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there was no avoiding it really from both sides in our family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll go on to. Um, my show game on Sunday. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, being challenged, you were beaten by what? 11 points to 1-5 last year. I was yes, talking correct. to yeah. Yeah. last night. She just felt that um, if the game had gone on a bit longer, you might have won it. But um, mm. it wasn't to be. It was was it the nearest oh. you've ever come to Michael over the years? Um, I'd say yeah. Certainly at the final stage, yes. Um, yeah, and I suppose yeah, maybe if it had gone on a little longer, maybe we could have had more chances, but. I, I would say that we had our chances in the first half last year um, and they didn't fall for us. Um, we didn't, you know, we probably had a couple, definitely two goal chances that I can remember off the top of my head that one was a scramble kind of around the goal and the second one ended up going over the bar. Um, so, yeah, I suppose, look, again, like like similar, similar to Ben Coach in Ireland, if you give the likes of these teams like the likes of Michael, you know, with the calibre of the players that they have all across the pitch. Um, if you don't take those chances and make the most of them, you know, they're, they're going to come back to, to punish you. Um, and yeah, as Le maybe Lisa felt that if it had gone longer, we, we could have caught them, but equally it could have gone the other way. It could have been further between okay. us, you know, yeah, so. Yeah, it's, um, it was six yeah. points four and half time. You got a goal. They have a lot of got a goal in the second half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um Kept yeah. she kept she in the game and gave, gave you mm. something to aim at, and the year yeah. before I think the yeah. game was played out in um in the training centre and it was another game which I, well I think they were dominant enough that day last year was probably the one is is the one you probably come closest yeah. in in the final and yeah and I stress in the final because you have beat them in the group stages. Um yeah so the year before I'm trying to remember I know we played them in the training centre one of the years and we played them in Carlo IT 
another year and then Dr. Cullen last year um, or Netwatch Cullen yeah it was I can't remember which obviously last year I know was in in Netwatch Cullen but can't remember which of the other two was where um, but yeah in terms of finals it was definitely the closest last year um, yeah so we've laid them obviously earlier this year in the group stages as well um, and yeah we beat we beat them by a point that day um, but look you know again like I guess it's in terms of the uh, relation to the football earlier like you just can't base everything look, off Lisa in, like, yeah Lisa was saying that last night we there I was doing a preview with her for the, the Nationalist yeah. and she was she didn't want to really talk about that one point game at all that you won. It's it's a different kettle of fish. This is knockout now. This is the big one. And uh, read don't read anything into the uh, into the, and and as she said herself, I think in her own words, she used this year's championship as a mad kind of a championship. I think you were beaten mm. by St. Mullins in, yeah. in the group game as well. And um, yeah. then you came out and beat Michael. So there, mm. and she said there wasn't a lot in any of the games that. Uh, no, that she played in the no. group. So, listen, this no. is a new ball game, new day, never played before. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, and I think you know, just in relation to this year's championship, I, I like, it, I thought it was really good. It was quite an exciting championship. Um, you know, I think it was good for Carlo Camogie that it was exciting. You know, you kind of we couldn't look beyond St Mullins and the semi final last weekend because. They had beaten us in the group stages, you know, a few weeks previous, and we know the players that they have on their team and the the skill level that's there and the quality that's there. So you couldn't actually look beyond them. Um, but we also know ourselves if we don't perform on any given day that we can be quite poor. Um, unfortunately, we're just not there yet in terms of consistently really good performances. Um, we know we can we can perform at that level, but sometimes we don't, um, which is unfortunate sometimes. But yeah, you know, we, we just really, we had to focus on that St. Mullins game and it wasn't easy um, at all by any means. We never knew, we never thought it was going to be easy. Um, they, St. Mullins are such, they're such a passionate club, first of all, um, and they always, they transfer that to the to the pitch. They'll always give you absolutely everything. I still have bruises <laughs> from that match. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, my arms are destroyed. <laughs> yeah, well, you're well but, you able know. to mix it yourself too. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were. I remember years ago. Um, you were up in the rogue. I don't know what you were doing, Mark, and you started bringing a hurl up to a, up to a rogue. <laughs> you had hurls anyway that day, and the two of you were belting the ball against each other. And I didn't know who you were at the time. I knew Mark all right. And I said, "Cherry, say who's this one?" And she's giving as good as she's getting with the big brother. As it turned out, yeah, yeah. That's probably just because it was I was hitting it against him or hitting it towards him. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah you're always a little bit more feisty with your own. Yeah, absolutely. You were you yeah. were giving you were you were giving and taking as much as you were as, as, yeah. as you possibly yeah. could, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's just testament to I suppose can only speak about St. Mullins in the semi-final, but them and how hard they worked um and how much pressure they put us under that day. Um so you know it's great to see it. Great yeah. to see the, the standards. Um, like yeah. we, I thought Mount Leicester Rangers were coming, but but they haven't now. I, I believe they're coming again now as well with a, a younger squad, but the senior squad haven't made the impact that we thought they possibly would make, but they are definitely coming again. And St. Mullins have certainly come. So looking at the championship in a few years' time, it could be very it could be a lot stronger. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I suppose Mount Leinster Rangers this year, they were down a couple of players for various reasons um, as well, you know, and very important players um, for, for Mount Leinster Rangers. So, yeah, like, I guess, you know, you just never know what's going to happen on, you know, from year to year. Um, you know, people going on J1s or, you know, injuries, you, you just don't know um, or other priorities in life because at the end of the day it's it's a sport and people have other things going on in their lives as well um so you just never know what's going to what's going to happen um but it is like I think the it's good to have a bit of an open championship I think even down to the very last game you know it was it wasn't clear who was going to make the fourth spot in the semi-final um and obviously Baglingstown got there in the end um but yeah it was a little bit you know I think it just made it exciting as well um, to, to not be sure and even for ourselves we were under pressure we really needed to get that win against Michel um, to, to be guaranteed a semi-final spot at that point and then we still had to play Bagnestown after that to, to yeah. find out where we finished you know so um, yeah look it's good it's good it keeps you on your toes I suppose Is, is there danger <laughs> yeah. of a hangover from your loss and from, from the loss on Saturday you mean? Yeah yeah um I suppose the, the disappointment was there. Um, I think we're we have a lot of girls obviously playing on both teams as we have for the last number of years. Um, I don't think there will be, to be honest. You know, we'll regroup with Nave Breed. Um, you know, this week and you know acknowledge the disappointment on Saturday. But look, you have to try. You know, there's great cliche that word, but resilience within the team. Um, and there is, you know, we've had disappointments in the past. Obviously, we've had the last couple of County Camogie finals didn't go our way. And um, we've had disappointments with O'Loughlin in the past, you know, schools, game, you know, all throughout your life. And you have to just, you know, like make the most of them. What can I take from them? You know, it's what can I learn from it? So what can we learn from Saturday that we don't want to bring into next weekend? Um, or how can we improve? I know they're different sports, but when you think about the, the basics and things like performance and attitude, you know, they're all they carry across all the different sports, irrespective of what it is. Um, so look, yeah, we'll regroup again with Nave Breed. We'll get ourselves ready for Sunday and, you know, just give it a, give it our best shot. We know what we're coming up against um, the quality, as I said earlier, and the calibre of the players that are within Michel. Um, and look, we're just trying to go out and do everything we can to try to get ourselves over the line. Um, it's not about particularly stopping Michel or anything like that. It's about us trying to do what we can do um, for Nave Breed. So... Let's, we'll just have to see how it goes on Sunday, as you said, a new ball game. So we'll wind things down a bit now. We can look forward to. I'm looking forward to the to the game. And yeah, before we finish up, just talk to you a small bit about the best players that you've ever played against. Ooh, ever played against? Um... And I'm going to ask you the best players you ever played with as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. I suppose I, when I think about playing against, I think back to my college days in particular. Um, Where were you in college? I went to DCU, did my undergrad in DCU. Um, we played, we would play UL in some matches. I remember Mark and caught Devon in a game. Uh, or yes. marking is caught Devon, sorry, a Tipperary okay. Camogie player. Yeah. Um, and marking is probably a very loose uh, term <laughs> in that sense. I was running around after Cote Devan was probably yeah. a better description of it. Um, yeah, she was particularly she was outstanding. Like she's a great camogie player. She was just yeah, I really really struggled to mark her. Um, that's probably the the one 
that jumps to mind the most. Yeah. Um, in terms of the best I've played with, um, uh, like, like I, I think Rachel Sawyer is class. Um, she plucks ball out of the air, like <laughs> without even <laughs> thinking twice about it. Um, in both codes, camogie and football, like she's, she's just an outstanding all-round player. Um, and basketball, like anything she's turned her hand to, she's been, she's been fantastic. Um. Other players, I suppose, like Kate Nolan from Michel is a super, super camogie player. Um, and having played with her with Carlo, she's a great player to have on your team um, and to be playing alongside. Um, yeah, like look, there's a there's a number of a number of different players. Um, even thinking back to maybe my Vincent's days, um, like the likes of I played one of my good friends, actually, Emer McCarthy. I would have played with her with St. Vincent's as well. She was just an absolute workhorse. Like, she gave you everything. Um, with, sorry, with St. Vincent's. And she would have played County with Dublin. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, but she was, yeah, she just an absolute, she was in the middle of everything on the pitch, you know, and she always came out with the ball. Um, so, yeah, look, a variety, variety of different players from different codes. And it's, it's great, you know, to have had the opportunity to, to play with so many fantastic players as well. Um, you know, it's getting towards the latter end of my career now. So I suppose it's nice to look back and think about some of those games and some of those teams and, you know, the the challenges that you come up against and the rivalries that develop and, you know, healthy rivalries as well. And all of all of that, it's all part of it. Um, and then, as I said, you know, being able to play with those players as well as having the rivalries is, you know, it's, it's important to be able to do that and to be able to get on with things as well. Um, yeah. Listen, Emma, it's great to talk to you. As I say to everybody, I hope you get a performance and where that takes you on Sunday, let it be. Yeah, fingers crossed. (laughs) 